This is Outspoken, the podcast that's not afraid to say exactly what you're thinking. Our names are Amy, Kate and Sophie Torver. We're identical triplets, but we often don't have identical opinions. So sometimes things can get heated. Outspoken covers all things reality TV, influencers, entertainment and issues facing women. That is so fetch. Thank you. We have been trying to compose ourselves for the last 10 minutes because we have a big Valentine's Day episode planned for today. However, ironically, Amy was scrolling on Facebook just before we hit record and she came across the most hilarious Facebook post. Yeah, well, on Valentine's Day, I noticed that a Facebook friend had put up a post slagging off her boyfriend, saying she felt underappreciated and not acknowledged because she didn't receive any flowers on Valentine's Day. Oh, that is such a burn because normally women will use like a passive aggressive quote on their Instagram, but it's very too. 2010 calling him out on the platform yeah. when she's clearly friends with him on well, there. I've but, actually never seen anyone do this because usually social media is a platform to show off about what yeah. you've got, not whinge about not getting something. Yeah, yeah, well, Sophie, you're getting too far ahead of yourself because she <laughs> has gone and shown off today. She's written, my darling surprised me with a rose yesterday. And there's a photo of her holding what looks like one of those petrol station roses oh, and a dear. picture of him walking to the car. So clearly he has seen the post and he's done the right thing. Now, let's put this into perspective. This is several days since Valentine's Day. <laughs> yes. These would have been on absolute super sale. Buy her another bunch of flowers. I'm sorry, oh. but, you know, I'm kind of agreeing with this girl's post now. We're talking about Valentine's Day gifts. Did anyone see Cardi B's tweet that's caused a lot of controversy? Yeah, I did see this. This has kind of blown up in her face a little bit because she shared a tweet saying that men do deserve to get gifts as well for Valentine's Day, but the gift should be less expensive than the girl's gift. So she said, if he buys you flowers, you should buy him grass. Now, shortly after the tweet, she received backlash with fans calling her out for gifting her husband a Lamborghini. (gasps) Now, one person wrote that they weren't going to take advice from someone whose husband bought her a 330,000 Rolls Royce. Then she bought him a 700,000 Lamborghini. Wow. I really did love Cardi B's response because she saw everyone talking about this on Twitter and she wrote, okay, so due to my V-Day tweet, men came on my Twitter roasting me saying, but you bought your man a Lambo. But remember, I got 550K ring on my left hand, 400K ring on my right, thousands of dollars in Birkins, so much jewelry, a Lambo truck and Rolls Royce truck. So we even in gifts. I don't know. Do you guys feel like bragging about other luxury items really made that situation better? No, it just seems like they've got too much cash to know what to do with it, really. That's all I thought of. Just on that topic, I was listening to Call Her Daddy the other day and Alex Cooper, the host, said that if you're seeing someone and you're the girl, you should never buy that person a Valentine's gift, but you should expect to receive one. Look... I can kind of see where she's coming from. I think if it's a boyfriend-girlfriend relationship, I think you all know Valentine's Day is coming up. It's, you know, generally you might have a conversation about planning a dinner. So I think it is nice to give something to your boyfriend. However... I feel like there is a real awkwardness when you're just seeing someone because it's very up in the air. Like you don't know if you're going to get something. Well, she said that the guy will just run for the hills if you're the first one to give them something and they're not giving you something back. I did feel that way when when I started going out with Brandon. I think we were two months into our relationship and I just bought him a small... I mean, now that I say it, it was a small heart-shaped chocolate, so I was hardly playing it cool. But what did he get you? He got me a kilogram of Nutella. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I remember that. It went moldy in our yeah. house. <laughs> well, I when I started dating Reese, I think we were like two months into our relationship when it was Valentine's Day. And it's that awkward thing where you don't want to bring it up. And I remember he came to my front door with a big bunch of roses and had written me a letter. And I had like got a backup present just in case he got me something. So then I gave that to him 
like the present later in the night. So it was kind of worked out well. But I think if I hadn't received something, I would have just not given anything. Mm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You don't want to be the person that's giving a gift and not receiving one. Not that you even care about the gift itself, but when it's Mm. something related to Valentine's Mm. Day. Can I just say this Valentine's Day, I feel like I played it pretty cool online. Yeah, I usually you... Instagram my gift. See, I was waiting because I got a beautiful bunch of roses from Reese and I didn't want to be the dickhead that bragged about it on Instagram, but they were so pretty and I kind of felt like it was ungrateful not to share a post, but I was waiting. Like you were kind of my barometer for me and you didn't post anything, but then I saw our best friend Owen post her beautiful flowers and I'm like, fuck it, I'm going to post it. Well, I, well, I got a... I got a really random Valentine's Day present. It was a, a very nice lens for my camera. So it wasn't really... It's not like Instagram, Instagram worthy to put... <laughs> so you didn't put a picture of the lens up? No, I didn't. Oh, well, you, you had a nice lunch though out, didn't you? That's right. Well, I, yeah, a nice lunch where I dropped my phone on our beach stroll. Well, Amy, you got some lovely tulips and roses, didn't you? Yeah, I did. That was It was very <laughs> cute. I, I didn't put them up on Instagram because I stuck to my word. I may have put a cheeky photo of my cat Bentley sitting in front of them yesterday. Oh, that just a subtle... That- <laughs> well, going back to Cardi B and what she got for Valentine's Day, because as we touched on, she has been very spoiled in the past by her husband getting a Rolls Royce for her birthday. So for Valentine's Day, he must have really taken note of the tweet because he decorated the house with like, I feel like there was like 20 bunches of roses. They were all throughout the house. There were big balloons that said love. There was a lot going on. And she also got a $20,000 Chanel handbag. Wow. Now, I would have been jealous until I saw the handbag and it looks like a gold bird cage. It's the strangest <laughs> thing I've ever seen. But I feel like people, she must have thought people might think it looked cheap because she then turned around and showed that it was $20,000. Like she what? literally showed the price tag. Did she just buy him big bags of dirt then if he bought her that many flowers? <laughs> just like a whole oval full of grass. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what she actually ended up getting him. It wasn't displayed. I just feel like that's, that is so tacky to reveal the price of presents like that. Oh, I mean, and also... If you're giving a gift, like he, the offset gave it to Cardi B and he would have had to leave the price tag on. Like Mm. normally you get a black texter and you take it (laughs) off. Or, I mean, there are some times when I'm like, I've actually paid a lot for this. Should I just leave a sneaky price tag on? And that's clearly what he's doing. No, no. What you do is you use the black texter because (laughs) you can always see through it. Yeah. Like you you know, the people that cut it off, like they don't want you to see, but if it's expensive, Yeah. yeah, it looks like you've tried to cover it. I really did enjoy living vicariously through a lot of people this Valentine's Day, though, because I especially loved all of the surprise flower deliveries that happened to be captured by a few Instagrammers. Oh, my gosh. This was so ridiculous. So the two perpetrators are Sky Wheatley and Jade Tunchi. Now, Jade Tunchi um, happened to be filming when Lockie, her fiancé, was walking into her yard and she wrote, oh, you know, I saw him coming down the street with something, so I just stood here and recorded. It's like, as you do. And then Sky Wheatley was the same. I think it was like 6 a.m. when she posted Lockie coming into the front yard. And it really gave me vibes of the fact that they probably said, you've got to go get me something and I'll be waiting here for you to return with. (laughs) I've got to say, Sky Wheatley always does a good Valentine's vlog. Because remember her back in the day when she first started dating Lockie? They went crazy with Valentine's Mm. Day gifts. I remember they set up the camera on like a tripod in front of the bed and they literally unwrapped like hundreds of presents to one another. Was that Valentine's Day or their birthday? It was Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah. Pre-children. Yeah, well, it seems like he just went with flowers, which I don't mean just because they were beautiful flowers. 
Well, what about the couples that went on the big getaway trips? I feel like that was the next step up from the flowers. So, yeah. for example, Madison Woolley and Jonathan Sauer traveled to the Hunter Valley for their Valentine's Day weekend. And it did get me thinking, was that a genuine holiday or did they get paid to go there? Because Madison said she was vlogging throughout the weekend. The vlog is yet to be uploaded, so well, I'm not too sure. It well, would be a paid thing, surely. Well, Jonathan was already getting into it about a week before Valentine's Day. He was... I thought there was something up because he doesn't usually engage with his followers. So he said, oh, um, put in your question. Uh, he put up a question box and said, send me in what your Valentine's Day ideas are. I'd love to get some for Maddie. And I was like, mm, yeah, right. add, add, add. And then, you know, suddenly he was on a brand called Runaways, Runaway, which I've never heard of, but they've oh, got yeah. 300. Runaway, se- the label? It's some oh, fast fashion some fast brand. fashion brand, and he's like, "Oh, I'm just perusing uh, the website for a dress for Maddie for Valentine's Day. Send me in which one you guys think Sorry, I should get." Can you imagine? I cannot imagine our boyfriends being like, oh, "I'm just picking up an outfit for them to wear on Valentine's Day." Well, well, he was handy. He did have a twenty percent. Sorry. Sorry, I just had a flashback to Dale buying me clothes for for my birthday. Oh, from Scoop on. No, they were from Catch of the they, day. There's not a difference. Those are no. the same. Sort no, no, of they're websites. different. Yeah, they're the same kind of websites. Yeah, but I wouldn't well, say Catch was any better than Scoop no, on to purchase clothing. It's not. Well, if I was the marketing manager for this runaway business, I would be incredibly disappointed because although his Instagram followers helped him select an outfit, the outfit was not worn on the day. What a surprise. Well, I do find it ironic that Jonathan was advertising the fact he was going to purchase Madison a gift for Valentine's Day because it seemed like the pair had already discussed that they weren't doing presents. However, on Valentine's Day, Madison revealed that actually they both had bought each other gifts. So I found this interesting. So Madison's gift when she wasn't meant to be buying a gift was a $500 hot air balloon ride for both of them. Was that a gift for her or a gift for him? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> well, obviously she used it. It's kind of like when you do, I mean, for normal people, when you buy gold class tickets as a treat rather than a hot air balloon. So do you guys, did you guys see what he got her? Yeah, it was uh, it was some soap. Yeah, it was an <laughs> Aesop soap. And I, at first I was like, oh my God, how embarrassing buying like hand soap. However... It seems like this hand soap must be the new big thing that's really because it's really expensive. I think the pack that he got her was worth $135. I'm confused because it's not white, so I don't know how it's going to go in the house. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. <laughs> the thing about him, though, promoting dresses for Valentine's Day just brings back to our original theory that his audience is predominantly made up of females. I just which is a- why I find it so weird when he spruiks men's products. Mm. Well, I just had a thought. Do you reckon that Madison a brand reached out to Madison to promote it but because she's got her own clothing line she handballed it onto Jonathan no because she's constantly promoting white yeah. box boutiques and other fast fashion brands if I fuck up my education I'm gonna end up like fucking sucking cock in some alleyway somewhere and it'll be your fault I think it's safe to say that Molly May from Love Island definitely won Valentine's Day. Oh my gosh, Tommy Fury needs a medal. I don't know how he managed to do this while they're both in lockdown, but he set up the most amazing home cinema setup. Wait, do you think he actually set it up? It looks like a company has set it up. No, a company definitely set it up, but there were some really nice personal touches. They had like her favorite food. They had like this little nacho bar with like different... Uh, salsas and chips and they had the most amazing spread of food lots of candles he'd even printed off the love letter he wrote to her Mm -hmm. on the finale of love island it looked amazing what about they were watching harry potter and the prisoner of azkaban because 
having followed Molly May for a while, she's always going on that she's watching Harry Potter every single night. You know what? I actually think that they stole this idea from Chris from Love Island, who's now going out with Maura Higgins, because he planned a couple of weeks ago this huge Harry Potter cinema night. So I'm being a bit sceptical here. This is clearly an event company that comes in to do this sort of thing yeah. for them. Yeah, oh, I, I know that. Oh, it definitely is. I do wonder if they hit them up in the DMs and be like, oh, Valentine's Day is coming up. Do you want me to organise this for you? My favourite part of the whole thing was that they had cookies that looked like Molly's toy, Ellie Belly, the elephant oh, that she brought into Love Island. The, I thought that was so cool. That was such a nice touch. Did you see, though, that Tommy didn't go empty-handed? Molly got him a engraved Cartier ring and it had their initials in it oh inside and then it also had the date that they met on love island well i think maura from love island came a close second because her boyfriend chris set up this out, outdoor igloo and it had all these beautiful gold lights and had a three-course dinner set up in there but the idea was i think stolen from saffron barker who did it for her boyfriend a couple of months ago yeah, yeah she did it for new year's eve it seems like they're all stealing their ideas because it seems like as you said chris taylor's idea was then stolen by tommy who then molly may wins valentine's day so it's really the, i think think the event companies that are winning out well, on these things. i do think it's a really clever way to promote these companies during such a difficult time because no events would be happening at the moment it's also, but it's also making a lot of men look shit, isn't it? Oh, can you imagine if, like, you know, your boyfriend didn't put in any sort of effort and you're scrolling through Instagram seeing that? <laughs> I feel like people have, like, men have made less effort proposing to their girlfriends and these guys have made for on Valentine's Day. Well, that's what I was saying to Soph earlier. I was saying if I was Molly May, I would have been expecting a proposal at the end yeah. of that because it was just so full on. Do you think that the guys actually enjoy it? Like, you know how Tommy got a ring? Do you think any guy really wants a ring for Valentine's Day? Because everyone jokes about what men really want. It's a pretty nice Cartier ring. (laughs) He seems to be into designer brands as well, so I think he would have liked it. Do you know what? I learned not to buy clothes as a Valentine's Day gift because last year I bought Dale what I thought was quite a stylish white jumper and he said it looked like cricket white. So I just got him a bottle of wine this year and he loved it. Oh, yeah, I got Reese a bottle of scotch and he seemed to really like that. I think that was like a really easy, simple present. It doesn't look like you've tried too hard. It's 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 like the equivalent of flowers, isn't yeah, it? If you buy yeah. men alcohol. So if you should have just bought Brandon a whole slab of lemonade. Well, he's not even <laughs> drinking lemonade anymore. Oh, my God. Yeah, Brandon doesn't drink. So I actually bought him. Like, maybe I should be added to this lavish list. I bought him a basketball ring, which was quite expensive. That's absurd. Sophie has one <laughs> Valentine's Day. <laughs> well, talking about influences in Australia, it seemed like red roses were like the in thing this year, which is no surprise. It's a very classic Valentine's Day gift. Yeah, when are they not in? I know. Well, Olivia Rogers got gifted 12 red roses from her fiance say Justin alongside a bottle of champagne and lobsters so it looked very oh, well. posh I did like how this was set up they just had these two lobsters. yeah sorry they just had these two lobsters sitting on the table next to the flowers it looked pretty random yeah it did look very fancy though I feel like it was that sort of um very posh look yeah well I was actually thinking though because poor Olivia and Justin they're in the they were part of the Melbourne lockdown and I was thinking her mum's there with them in lockdown. Like, it's a bit awkward having your mum there on <laughs> Valentine's Day. Do they just have a third lobster tucked away for her? Yeah. That she had to like... off, you know, <laughs> off Instagram. Yeah, well, Lily Brown was another influencer who got red roses from her boyfriend. And the poor thing seemed a little bit hung over on Valentine's Day because it was her birthday party the night before. And according on all accounts on Instagram story, it seemed like a massive night. Shiny Grimman was there getting very drunk. They all seemed very drunk. And they were all sporting big hangovers on (laughs) V-Day. 
wait a sec, did Shani Grumman's new boyfriend, did he get her some sort of massive bunch of flowers or anything like that? Yes, he did. He, she was a part of the Red Rose Brigade. Oh. She got a massive bunch of flowers. But then she put something on the picture like about, you know, self-love and it's not like for me, if I was single and I saw that, I'd be like, oh, F off. There must be some memo that all these new boyfriends of Instagram get saying, you know, you've got to get them a big bunch of flowers. It can't be something from Woolworths. Well, it's called be- a brand manager. They probably just give them to them for free. But yeah, I mean, you can't, if you're dating Shani Grimman, you can't get her, as you said, flowers from Bloody Woolworths. That's no. just a no. I mean, I think that's a no for a lot of people. Now, Kate, can you explain to us what Rosegate is? All right. So Bella from Lockie Season of The Bachelor, she has got tongues wagging because she posted a big bunch of roses from her boyfriend and she wrote the caption saying, also, can we just appreciate that he made sure there were no red roses anywhere? He just gets me. So Bella was referring to the fact, of course, that on The Bachelor, she received a lot of red roses. So those are quite triggering, I'm assuming, to her. So she didn't want any red roses in sight. So she only had like yellow and white. And then there was like light pink. But then there were a couple of dark pink roses that a lot of people thought were red. So they started sort of sending her messages saying, well, there are red roses in there. And it started this whole sort of rose gate thing where it kind of like that blue blue the and dress. gold yeah that dress that people see in different colors it was almost like that however they were red no i actually saw another picture of them and they i think they were dark pink well she was really annoyed about this and wrote a follow-up post saying guys some of you are killing me i think i know what color the roses are and the ones you are saying are red are pink pink in capital letters some of you are so negative say less oh my gosh because you know what's negative i feel like if i was the guy that had got her the roses i'd be pissed off that she was referencing a past relationship it's like it's like she's just trying to remind i'm famous from the back no one gives a shit yeah and also i'm sorry but if you're dating this nice new guy who's bought you beautiful roses for valentine's day then taking you on a surprise stay at the four seasons hotel where he did like rose petals and chocolate dipped strawberries and all that kind of crap wouldn't you just be focusing on that and not posting firstly bragging photos on instagram and then secondly like hitting back at people that said that your roses were red but it's a dig at Lockie as well it's involving her ex yeah exactly weird yeah do you know one other thing that i saw pop up a few times on my instagram stories that i thought was a really cool present idea for guys you know those smash cakes that kim kardashian was sending out i saw Ashley Meskey and she got her boyfriend one and he looked so excited and it it didn't actually work properly but it looked really good I feel like that's a a great idea are you smashing a heart is that what it was shaped yeah it was a big heart that said like be my valentine or something and it's got like a a hammer but the hammer was made out of chocolate so it smashed like with it so it didn't really work it was a bit of a fail talking about things popping up on Instagram I did see a really unusual valentine's day promotion it was from an accountant yeah this was everywhere i think literally this accountant does the books for every influencer in australia like michael finch brooke hogan the healthy chick 101 olivia rogers tully Smythe, chloe zepp there were heaps more so they got sent by their accountant this kind of like love heart box and then inside were all these candy hearts with really funny different like puns to do with accounting on them it kind of reminds me of that loans company that Mitch, well, the two Mitches were promoting. I feel like they must just specialize or be a friend of these type of people. It did come across though, like, because I kind of, you know, that whole old saying where accountants are boring. 
it kind of came across as a bit like old car salesy to me, like thinking it was a bit sleazy. I don't know. <laughs> Did you get that vibe? Well, I suppose you're sending something to Valentine's Day, so there is that aspect of kind of cracking on to someone. I didn't. It. I didn't get what it had to do with accounting, though. Yeah, I know. Well, it got it's got its name out there. We're talking about someone else that was using Valentine's Day to promote their own product is Ashy Bynes. So I'm not really surprised about that. So she launched a new range of underwear from her baseline brand and the new range is called Love Yourself. So to promote this, Ashy posted a picture of herself in the bathroom on a mirror writing Love Yourself. And the caption was, love yourself first today. You don't need a relationship to feel loved on a day like Valentine's Day or any day, in fact. How you treat yourself is how you show others to treat you. And then it was like, then she went into the whole promo video of the new underwear brand. I thought this is a bit cheap to use this whole like prey on people about loving yourself if you're single and it's all good on Valentine's Day. Like, I don't know. Do any people actually believe that when they're single on Valentine's Day? Because for me, I absolutely hated the day. I just would prefer to pretend it didn't exist. Well, I think it also contradicts so greatly with her message from a number of years ago. She developed her whole business a few years ago on punishing yourself through exercise and being in a calorie deficit. Now it's suddenly, let's embrace ourselves through these different campaigns that I'm launching. Everything she does seems to be on trend though, because now she's doing intuitive eating. Now the messaging is love yourself. And as Sophie said, it kind of contradicts her earlier messaging. Yeah, but people can evolve as a brand, can't yeah, they? I mean, they that, that, that's been the evolution of her brand, even though it might not be genuine. I'm not I'm not shocked that she brought this stuff out. I think it's weird that she brought it out on Valentine's Day because you think you'd bring out an underwear brand before Valentine's Day. Yeah, like we saw all the influence is posing in yeah exactly what about the single influencers because i was kind of interested to see on that topic of loving yourself and self-love how they actually celebrated valentine's day yeah well cartier milan she wrote a love letter to herself and she urged others to do the same so she said to use the day to focus on yourself and celebrate the things you love about yourself and as i touched on just before I find that whole thing bullshit. Yeah, like, would you write a love letter to yourself on Valentine's I Day? I feel like a dickhead, to be honest. I feel like you just ignore the day if you're single. You try your best to ignore it. Oh, yeah. Like, Amy and I went used to go and have I Hate Valentine's Day's dinners out. And it was, I mean, that was a bit silly going out because then you see all the couples out at dinner together. But it was good to just do something with friends. And, I mean, I like the whole gal- Valentine's Day things. Yeah. Well, what about Anastasia Kingsnorth? Because she bought herself a bunch of roses and she also put on a Galentine's Day spread with her friends, Hazen Byron. I did find that funny because there's all these rumors that Anastasia has a big crush on Haz. So no, on Byron. Oh, sorry. I meant on Byron. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> on Byron. So yeah, I found that ironic that he was there, but then she tagged it Galentine's Day. Aww. What did you think about her buying flowers for herself? Oh, I thought it was kind of nice because you do see them splashed everywhere on Instagram and it does make you want them. So why not get them for yourself if you can afford it? At least she said that she bought them for, you know, at least she didn't pretend they were from like a secret admirer. (laughs) What about the influencers who didn't post anything? Because there were a few noteworthy influencers who just sort of, there was white noise on their Instagram stories on Valentine's Day. Yeah, well, one that I was waiting to see and interested to see what they posted was Steph Claire Smith. And she did a big Q&A on her Instagram on Sunday. However, she did not post one thing about Valentine's Day. And I was wondering if it was because she was in lockdown and didn't want to be insensitive. Well, I I think that probably was the case. People don't like to share everything and look like they're bragging. No. Yeah. Well, Sarah's Day and Kurt Tills, they share a lot on Instagram and there was nothing shared about Valentine's Day. I'm thinking maybe it's because they have a kid now. Yeah. It, I mean, I remember watching her back in the day when she'd have a whole vlog on Valentine's Day. I think it's just because now she's in a long-term relationship and there's, you know, bigger priorities than having a lavish day like that. 
I just loved those videos because she'd always make Kurt a cake and it was full of, you know, like cacao and all this cacao and all this shit that you just wouldn't want that was so calorie dense. It's like, just get him a brownie, like a real brownie. Yeah. Well, just to wrap up our massive Valentine's Day chat, I really did enjoy the meme that Tully Smythe shared. So she put up a meme saying, COVID has been fucking me for a year, so it better be getting me something (laughs) nice for Valentine's Day. And I thought that was very well put together considering that the covid restrictions had just hit melbourne at that point you're not her sister you're not her friend you're a liar and i'm gonna walk away from these lies because she's gonna sit here and keep lying to you you're the biggest poser in this town you know what you're gonna burn for stop it stop it spencer oh i know spencer that's so out of line she's a spencer go back to your real estate job you liar Let's get into Snog, Marry, Avoid. And today we're doing a Hills TV themed segment. I put this in because I'm obsessed (laughs) with the Hills. And I was having this chat with Reese on the couch about who he thought was good looking out of the female cast. And then he turned it on me when Stephen Coletti was in there. He's like, well, do you think he's attractive? Because literally every time Lauren came on the screen, I was like, do you think she's pretty? Because Mm -hmm. he admitted to me that he had a crush on Lo, which I was really surprised about. Like out of everyone, not not that she's not attractive, but she's not really like a main character. Yeah. It's a very random pick from the cast. I'm sure he will love you talking about this on the podcast. We'll have to mention it family dinner tonight. Please don't. Please don't. Okay, so everyone's selections are Brodie Jenner. Would you mean who we're selecting from? Yeah, so you've got to select from Brodie Jenner, Stephen Coletti, or Jay Lyon, who is a bit of a mystery man. He was on the hills, so he no, was... No, the city. Sorry, city. on the city, sorry. So he dated Whitney. Whitney. He was, he's an Australian Whitney. as well, yeah. a musician. Can I just have a humble brag? I actually met Brodie Jenner at 36's grand final back I in 2018. That. And I've got a photo on my Instagram. I'll have to share it. Was well, he nice? He was. He was really nice, actually. Was he married to... Was it Caitlyn Jenner? No, I think he was... Oh, was he dating Avril Lavigne at the time? I'm not sure. Okay, know. so Kate, maybe you go first because you've been watching The Hills recently. Personal experience as well. Yes, I have seen Brody Jenner in the flesh. It's hard because he's really hot, but I don't really like his personality. But I do think Jay Lyons is a line is a bit of a dick. Like, I think he was mean to Whitney. I really need to rewatch The City. I think I'll do that after The Hills. But they would have grown up. This was 10 years ago. Yeah, that's true. And Stephen Coletti, I feel like he's never matured from a 17-year-old boy. <laughs> like, he just looks like a teenage boy. Like, he's cute. But there's something, and he pissed me off how he treated it, Lauren. I did yeah. not like that. And he seems to be hooking up with Kristen Cavallari again. Kate, you seem to be just bagging out all of your options. You've got to pick. Yeah. Well, I think I'm going to go with oh, Marry Jay Lyon. Because after watching, like, I would have picked Brody, but he didn't seem to want to be married. Um, yeah, on yeah. the most recent series of the Hills. So, yeah, I'll pick Jay purely because he's the hottest. I will snog. Brody Jenner, I think that'd be pretty good. And I will avoid Stephen Coletti because oh he wronged Lauren. Okay, so finally we're going to have a different one because I'm oh. going to marry Stephen Coletti. Really? Why? Did you know he was on One Tree Hill? Yeah. You, and uh, he was in Taylor Swift's film clip for yeah. White Horse. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to marry Stephen because I actually think he's probably the nicest out of all of them. Why? He treated Lauren like shit. You could have he a house was, at Laguna Beach as well. He was 17. He was he's like thirty five now. But he does I'm actually like rethinking that I shouldn't have chose Jay. I don't know. No, you, I've got you've it locked it in. So I'm gonna marry Steve Stevan. I'm gonna Steven. purely so I could just be like lying up in bed and say I want a drink. I'd be like Stevan. I was worried you were gonna say something else then. No. Anyway, then I think I would avoid Jay and I'd what? kiss Brody. 
Jay's pretty hot. Have you? Yeah, have you seen I, so I actually somehow I got in a rabbit hole and I go like Instagrammed him the other day and I was like, really? oh, wow, he looks exactly the same as what he did on the city. And so, also, he's Australian. Yeah, so you'd live yeah. Here. I'm gonna pick Jay from the city to marry because he is Australian and I think he would have grown up since then. He was pretty nice at the start to Whitney. Mm. I am going to avoid Stephen Coletti because I could not stand him on there, even though he was a 17 year old. He treated Lauren. And Kristen, disgustingly. And so I suppose that leaves me hooking up with Brody Janet. The cows are here! Oh yeah, cows are here. Where's Sam? The cows are here! Let's get into our recommendations of the week. Kate, can you kick us off? Well, mine's making me feel hungry as I think about it. It is Cinnamon Scrolls. So I have What, been... Cinnamon Scrolls as a whole? No, well, I actually... <laughs> no, there's a recipe that I have and it's from the Ambitious Kitchen. And I'm going to tell you, it was quite ambitious because I got my Mixmaster for Christmas and I've tried to make this three times before I got it right. And I was actually getting so pissed off because i was like reading all the reviews and everyone was like oh yeah the recipe is so easy but for me the dough wouldn't work but has kate literally has she turned into a housewife you have now that you're up in the hills i've always liked cooking remember during lockdown i was just like cooking desserts so much Mm. i was unemployed at the time (laughs) so yeah these cinnamon scrolls are delicious i will make them for you guys at some point and they're quite hard yeah they were all over your instagram and i was sitting you know in front of the tv 10 o'clock on a weeknight just seeing these scrolls and being so hungry with nothing in the cupboard can you you come over and visit yeah can you make them next time we come over yeah, well, if you guys actually come over. So yeah, if he was meant said, to come to my house on Friday no, night, I didn't turn up. You said, oh, when I buy a house, I'm going to entertain everyone. Every time I come to your house, there's been nothing to eat. Oh, gosh. We Shops get takeaway. I'm scared. We get takeaway. Anyway, yeah, you have some sweets anyway, on you guys. Oh, sorry. We've just had Christmas and bloody, like, you know, haven't had much time. to. I've only been in the house for two months. Here's oh. a fun fact for Kate. Kate is very regimented with her big shop. You have your list. You have everything planned well, out for like the week a, meticulously i think, I think well, a lot of people who listen to this podcast will probably agree with kate because well, they also adult. have shopping lists but well wow what a, what a world we live in having a shopping list in the day that you do your big shop <laughs> what a bore i am anyway i think we should move on from that and sophie what's your recommendation I feel like this is your recommendation too because you got me onto it. It is Pistorius, which is a four-part documentary. Sorry, I love that Sophie had to look at her phone when she read out the one word of the title, Pistorius. Like, how, how hard was that to remember? Well, I've just been calling it the Oscar Pistorius. So you just have to drop oh, Oscar. Anyway, so it is a four-part series that looks into the trial of Oscar Pistorius. He was accused of killing his girlfriend, Reba Steenkamp, back in 2013. And I really love this series because the first episode explores his early life and all of the trials and tribulations that he faced growing up as an amputee and I loved it because it really shows how the rest of the world viewed him before this horrendous event. Well my recommendation is Jersey Shore Family Reunion I just realized series three is on Hey You and there's about 28 episodes of it. I'm absolutely hooked. The situation goes to jail. People have babies. Ron goes to rehab. Stop ruining it all. I actually want to watch this. Oh, you've got to watch it. But the most hilarious scene I've seen so far is when Dina talks about millennials and it kind of comes off the back of our chat on Monday about millennials versus Gen Zers. And the funniest thing is she's off slagging millennials and doesn't realize that she is actually a millennial herself. Let's have a listen to the clip. Millennial. Like, everything, everything is so upsetting and everything insults me. Like, f***ing relax. We were the last generation that was, like, real. Like, yeah, and we, and we went, we played outside. Like, I got my go ass. Listen, if I was a 
asshole to my mom, she slapped my ass. I do wonder what category she thought she fell into. If she's not a millennial. It is confusing, though, because with millennial, you assume it's people born in, like, 2000 onwards. That's what I would have thought. I know. I actually think that she was meaning to reference Zoomers, but she got confused and didn't realize that she's actually a millennial. Yeah, well, she was rather drunk at the time as well. (laughs) Well, I think that's all we've got time for today. Thank you so much for joining us on your Friday. We hope you have an amazing weekend. And before you go... We would really love if you could subscribe to our podcast. We've heard this actually really helps with us getting on the charts and getting into people's ears. So if you could do that, we'd be so appreciative. And if you're not already part of our Facebook community, you've got to come and join. We're at Outspoken, the podcast community on Facebook. And if you have time, please leave us a five-star review because it does really help out the show. Thanks so much for listening.